Welcome to the one and only Circle City Sediment with your host and the one and only Zach Griffin. Hello. Welcome into Circle City Cinema. Mandalorian Mondays, only two of them left, counting this one. The final one next week as we wrap up season three here. Bryson, great bounce back episode. Yeah, well, well, they needed it. Let's just just be real. They, They needed it. And uh, they did it in a very good way. They brought out the heavy hitters, almost the cheat codes, really. Let's be honest. Some cheat code characters that you put in there. Some mentions of characters. Some ag- some characters in the flesh. So, yeah. I, it lived up lived up to it, I think. So, uh, yeah. We'll see. We're, we're moving on to the finale. Which is, on the finale. Gonna it is going to be good. If you're going off of this, going on in the finale, you know, in this episode, they called they called back to a lot of season one themes and characters. You know, they finally see Gideon again. You know, we hadn't seen him since season two finale. Um, Grogu getting in on some action in unconventional ways. Has Vizsla going out on top. As far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, we, we ridiculed him in the past on this show. Yes. We he's taken L's on Twitter from the Star Wars community and now redeems the Vizsla family name. As far as I'm concerned, goes out on top, saving what's left of the people of Mandalore. Bryce, one of the all time send offs that we've seen in this franchise and that that is saying something. Yeah, and and did he did he deserve it as a character? No, they didn't have to do this, but they did it. And and much to my my chagrin, much to to uh, my surprise as well. I thought it, it was great. He did it his way. He redeemed himself. We'll go down in, in Mandalore lore essentially um, as you know one. Us. Yeah, saved us. Um, cause I, I have a feeling the Mandalorians will, will take Mandalore eventually, and it's going to be built on his bones in a good way. So tip the cap to Favreau and Filoni for drawing this up here. Tip the cap to them. Thought it was really well done. Really well done. I tip the cap to them. I tip the helmet, if you will, to Vizsla. His son now. I wonder if they'll make his son... Any kind of a important character. Yeah, I was but, just thinking that. Maybe they move on that. Yeah. I mean, the Vizslas, this is, you know, we've seen the Vizslas in the Clone Wars. We've seen them uh, here now. They're just, they're a staple of the Mandalorian community, just like Bo-Katan's family was. So, you know, there's all, you have these, it kind of like Game of Thrones in that way. You know, you have these families that just live on no matter what. And, you know, Vizsla, the seeds are there to keep that going, but awesome ending fight. I mean, this guy took out everyone with that minigun. Everyone. And, it was awesome. and then you get these, like, grievous bodyguard-esque guys that come out with those with those electrocution sticks, basically, and they, they do them in, but 
I don't know, Bryce. I liked the I like General Grievous's bodyguards a little bit more than these guys. Maybe that's just uh, the nostalgia talking, but yeah, they were kind of knockoffs, weren't they? So I, yeah, we, I we got knockoffs that. of them. We got Royal Guard knockoffs. Yeah, it was interesting. It cheapens it a little but, bit, but nonetheless, I still thought that they were awesome, and it does. They looked cool. Yeah, the one thing that the Star Wars that anyone that has done Star Wars is they never make them look weak. They actually make them look like a formidable opponent, which I like because they're not your average stormtrooper, you know, schmuck that shoots and misses everything <laughs> in sight. So, no respect, respect. You know, and we mentioned Gideon off the top. He, he's he's coming back. This man's armor. I mean. Some of the best armor we've ever seen. I, I almost had it as my big winner of the show. Just oh, not even him, just his armor. Just the armor. That armor, I mean, and this guy's plan, he's basically trying to clone Jedi, is what it seems like he's trying to do. Yeah. To finish the purge off. I'm with you. I don't think he's going to be successful, but I wouldn't be surprised if some Jedi were cloned. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly possible. I think there has to be something. Well, and, and you have the incoming uh, next villain that we'll see in Ahsoka that we'll talk about with with uh, with Thrawn coming in. So I think there's going to be something to work with there. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't mind that. Like we said, great bounce back episode. Nine out of ten on IMDb when I looked this morning. Wow, a nine. Compared to... Yes, compared wow. to the six four okay. of the previous episode. Okay. You know, so we're up almost three percentage points there. Wow. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. I, I don't know if it was a nine, but I mean, I mean they gave it a nine. When I looked this morning, it was a nine. Okay. They gave okay. it a nine, which is really makes me wonder how you know, we hadn't even mentioned Mando. I mean Man- Mando took an L. Mando's the only one who didn't get away besides Vizsla. Yeah, that's gonna be him. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I don't know. Um, you know, you mentioned Thrawn. Thrawn, he's hinted at at the very beginning of this. By the way, we had a conspiracy confirmed. The episode, the Elliot Kane episode, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. With uh, Dr. Pershing, that nothing ever came of that. Well, it finally did today, or last week, when she's basically confirmed to be working with Moff Gideon. And Gideon has this meeting with what's called the Shadow Council, with this this uh, this group of like Imperial Remnant warlords. Was the description I found, and Great Admiral Thrawn is mentioned very heavily. Very heavily. And before this, we've only seen him. Ahsoka mentions him when she starts looking for him in season two. Uh, And then, of course, he's in the Ahsoka trailer. But that's all we've gotten of him in a post-Rebels Star Wars era. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for Ahsoka, man. I cannot wait. Yeah, I mean they're they're teasing their their the Ahsoka show through Mandalorian, you know, indirectly, which I think is interesting, uh, and I think kind of creative. So yeah, I mean they're building this up to be a powerhouse villain 
All I'm saying is it better deliver. Because you know I hate the teases. Hate the teases. Miss Pata. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we know he's coming. We know for sure we're getting Thrawn. He just better be as ruthless as... Honestly, if if it's anything better than if he's better than Moff Gideon, W, absolutely. He's better w. than Moff Gideon. Well, if they we'll if they rip it straight from the Thrawn trilogy of books, he's better than Moff Gideon. Okay. And I like Moff Gideon a lot. I like Moff Gideon a lot, but Thrawn blows him out of the out of the water as far as I'm concerned in terms of villain. I mean, this guy. I'm not kidding you. He's like the emperor of. The Imperial Fleet. That's 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 what he's portrayed as in the books. And if they do that, which I trust these guys to do, I trust these guys with my life at this point. I I'm all in. I'm all in. Okay. So uh Bryce, things we've seen lately. What do you what do you have? What do you have for us? Um well I'll be honest, I don't have a lot. Um did uh I did watch the American Manhunt uh Boston Bomber uh or Boston mm. Mar- Marathon Bomber uh doc on Netflix three episodes you know Netflix you know we praise them for their crime documentaries documentaries in general well this is this is another good one right here folks a uh, big moment in our history recent history uh 10 year anniversary actually just today yeah. actually um so very timely um, so I thought that was really well done. Uh, Boston police had a tough job, man. FBI, a tough job, but they, they got it done. Um, so really, I really good enjoyed that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Re- I highly recommend very good, very well done. Like I said, so Netflix, another W in the crime doc category. Um, other than that, man, dude, just been busy. It's been busy. Um, you know, succession. I know we're going to talk about succession. Uh, me, me and Zach, I'm sure I'll, I'll wait for him and we'll talk succession a little bit real quick, but that's pretty much it. NBA playoffs are on Zach. So that's kind of taking some precedence. Yeah. It's the playoffs are definitely taking some precedence the summer, you know, outside of these shows that are, yeah. Outside of these shows that are currently airing like succession and, and, Amanda and, and and Barry this summer, this summer, dude, hitting it hard. But uh, I also watched Boston Bomber. I, I really liked it. Learned some stuff that, you know, you didn't know in the moment. I think, Bryce, you and I were only freshmen in high school when that happened. And yeah, uh, you know, I've, I saw the movie Patriots Day with Mark Wahlberg. That that was a good one on on the Boston Marathon bombing, but if you really wanted behind the scenes stuff from, from, from like you said, the feds and from, from the Boston PD and even some, some residents of Boston, you got it in this one, only three episodes folks. So if you're looking, if you're looking for a quick crime watch, you know, I, I'd recommend this one. And then, uh, I also watched another one, MH370, Disappearance of MH370, the Malaysian flight that disappeared also almost 10 years ago. Uh, also only three episodes. Really good stuff. They look at it mostly from a conspiracy theory POV. Uh, each episode focuses on a different theory. 
I was reading up on this docuseries. Some people didn't like that. Some people thought it took liberties, but uh, I didn't mind it. Some fishy stuff, Bryce. Some fishy stuff. I came away from this basically thinking someone knows what happened. Someone knows what happened to this plane, uh, to these people on the plane. Somebody knows, and you know they're not. They're not saying. Got some family members of the passengers. Tough, tough to. I don't know. It's just this happened in 2014. It's hard to imagine a a, just a a triple seven commercial flight just disappearing, but it happened in 2014. So really, really crazy stuff. Really bizarre stuff. So. I would watch that if you're in into the crime slash uh, mystery. Well, you're genre. a big conspiracy guy. I am a big conspiracy guy, and I do think I I do think somebody knows what happened. I mean, there's a French guy in the documentary who lost his family in the plane, and he deciphered that the American government uh, knew what happened based on their investigation and never disclosed it. The Malaysian, I'll say the Malaysian government looks pretty incompetent after watching this as well as Malaysian airlines, uh, more so the government than Malaysia airlines, but not a great look for the Malaysian government at all. Malaysian prime minister. Don't know if he's still the prime minister. Probably not after this, but didn't, uh, it was not, it's not a good performance by him. And then uh, still watching Oz. I'm on season two now. Again, if you like the prison genre, great stuff. Uh, Christopher Maloney just entered the picture. So if you're a Law and Order fan, yeah. Christopher Maloney has just entered the picture in Oz for me. Uh, and then last night, along with Succession episode four, I got the the final season of Barry premiering. They gave us two episodes. It's a half-hour show, so they gave us two episodes uh, for an hour premiere, which I liked. I was shocked at the end of the first one when it said continue watching. I gladly did. You were like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I said, yes, yeah, please. I don't mind yes, if I please. do. Yeah, yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> but that that that's a great show, Bryce. I really, you and Caleb, I implore you both. To I'll get to it when I get to it. I implore you both to watch it. It's awesome. It's great. It's great. Bill Hader actually said today that he's going to direct more movies after Barry's over, which I'm all for that. Direct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Has he directed he's the before? Creator. Yeah. Yeah. He's the creator and director and writer of, of the show. So. Oh, okay. I did not, yeah, I did not know that actually. After you watch this, you'll be like, "Yeah, he can do whatever he wants." Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm all in on on Bill Hader, whatever he wants to do. Like and Bill then Hader. Succession, Bryce. Oh baby, oh baby, oh yes, yes. yes. We we navigate away from Logan's passing, and. I figured, I figured, I've always been a big Kendall guy. I thought Kendall was the most business savvy out of the kids. And he might have been handpicked by Logan. Uh, Might not have been handpicked by Logan. We don't know. What are you going with? Gut feeling. 
I mean, I, I feel like it was an underline. That's I, yeah. I feel like it was I an underline. I agree. But also, I saw the argument that uh, why would you underline it? Why wouldn't you just let it speak for itself? He was definitely trying to cross it out. I also saw a tweet that said, uh, give the Emmy to whoever wrote this line. <laughs> and it was the it was the line. Try to figure out if it was a cross out or an underline. <laughs> yeah, that is impressive. Very well done line. Oh, uh, but we see but we see Kendall turning back into screw him Kendall. Season yes. one Kendall. Yes. Yes. He's back, baby. Random depression, random screw you attitude. Yes, I am here for it. I can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait to see how this goes. And, oh, it just gets better and better every week. I I don't know, Zach. We yeah. talked about this. I don't know why I'm so addicted to this show, but it's just outstanding. You know, it's so good. I'm just going to go with a basic answer, the writing and the acting. I mean, because this is a... You know, it's a plot that seems pretty basic. Like, okay, who's going to take over the company after the big man dies? And now we're here, but it's taken us three and a half almost seasons to get here. And it's been enthralling every step of the way. Where you look at other HBO shows, like there's a main plot. Sometimes there's a couple main plots. If you look at something like Game of Thrones, and it's just like, you know, you know what everyone's goal is you know you basically know who to root for and in succession that's not the case no yeah it just keeps you guess it keeps you on your toes man that's what i love about it so much so good so good hopefully shiv gets gets uh gets the shaft here i am i'm actually rooting for that tough but i'm rooting for i am as well i don't want to get into it too much but i i want her I want her to get shafted. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. In ways she's not used to. You know, she's used to getting the shaft from other other men besides her yeah, husband. Yeah, she is. Now, she is. Yeah, she does enjoy now, that. Now, she's getting it in a way she did not expect. So, <laughs> we like that. Let's move on. Uh, Bryce Shaddy, please miss me award. Bryce, I'll let you go first here. Okay, I have to first. It's your award. All right, yeah, that's great. Well, uh, I don't. I think I've mentioned this to you, but I'm going back to it. I, I haven't mentioned this on the pod, but I've mentioned it to you, Zach. Um, my Miss Me Award, American Horror Story. Okay, we have an upcoming season. Now, me personally, me personally, Zach, I am not an American Horror Story fan. Uh, it is know. not my, just not my cup of tea. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I prefer pure horror. This is not, this is, I don't even know what to say about it. But they're doing castings for their new season, Zach. And I think you already know where I'm going with this, don't you? Um, But they're doing castings. And uh, so they decided to announce uh, a couple of them. Um, And there's just one that just doesn't sit well with me. Because I don't Hammer think, playing himself. Uh, well, yeah, actually, there's been new allegations brought <laughs> upon him. I don't know if you saw that. 
Yeah, just throw him in American Horror Story. Have him play himself. The biggest yeah, season. So, so there you go. So now, uh, now you know he's actually being investigated for sexual assault. So, uh, in LA mm, County. What's new? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, back to this. Back to this. Back to this. All right. So obviously Ryan Murphy's come back as executive producer. Great, great, great. There's just one casting and she frequents my TV screen because of my lovely wife, Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah. You told, Oh yeah. 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 What, yeah, a, yeah, what, yeah. what are we doing? What, what are we doing? What are we doing? So I, I don't know why. So I was, I actually, <laughs> because I'm a degenerate, because I'm a degenerate, I pulled up Kim Kardashian's IMDb page. <laughs> and I got to say. What's on there, Bryce? I got to say. Something so, from, uh, something triple X related, Bryce? Uh, no, didn't make that on here. <laughs> but, but I will say this, Zach, there are not a lot of roles where she wasn't playing herself. And I'm not joking, like as a you know guest star or something. But her top build, it says what, what she's known for on here. Okay. So she was actually in a Tyler Perry movie. I don't know if you knew that. 2013. It's called Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. Got a 4.9. I knew she was in a movie in the early 2010s because I vaguely remember trailers for that. Was she in a scary movie? Um, she was or in something like that. She was in Disaster Movie in 2008. Yeah, disaster Movie. Disaster Care to guess movie. what that got on IMDb? Uh, four point one. Laughable. Laughable. 1.9. Ah. <laughs> Would you care to guess what Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is what my wife watches, care to guess what that rating is on IMDb? Uh, see, see, this one I'll take with a grain of salt because it is okay. reality. No, fair. It's fine. And it is E. E, right? It was on E. It was E, yes. I'll say 5.2. Three. Man, you are very kind. Two eight. Oh my god. See that that's haters. That's haters. There's no way. Yeah, as as somebody who's viewed the show, Bryce, there's, there's no way it's that bad. Listen, listen, there's some good moments, but there are a lot of self-conscious parts where you're like, oh poor me. You're in or poor you, you're in Mexico with unlimited food and drinks and you know with all your gal pals, you know, just chalking it up, having a good time. Oh no. Oh no. Someone took a picture newest, of me and I don't look good in it. Oh no, 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 not the me. newest iPhone. Come on, bro. The I mean, there, there are points where I, dude, I get livid at it. I just get, I get so pissed. Uh, Chloe's the best sister. Don't at me. It's not even close. Scott should still be part of the family. Don't at me. Uh, Scott and Chloe should hook up. I know that'd be weird, but screw it. Who cares? They do a bunch of crazy stuff anyway. So there you go. But miss me. I'm well, that's a shame. Being she she needs to stay in her lane. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to thwart anyone from following their dreams. Okay, but the time has passed, Kim. All right, just say you've clearly found clearly one of the most successful celebrities. 
of our lifetime, Bryce. Uh, that's that's not even a, a take. Absolutely. It's just a fact. Absolutely. No, it's just no a disrespect. Fact. No disrespect. And what have you what have you gained that success in through through fashion, through this show? Just stick stick with that. Stick with Absolutely. that. Don't 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 go outside the box, okay? Because <laughs> let me tell you, if she has to share a screen with Sarah Paulson <laughs> or Evan Peters. Blown Goodbye. off the stage. Just blown <laughs> off. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's gonna I be mean, like Nuggets Ten Wolves last night. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Just I no. think Paulson is coming back. I think that is correct. I'm trying to look for that. I believe she's been in every season. I believe. Yeah. Um so right now. I think oh, her and uh, Evan Emma Peters Roberts. have been in every season. She is uh, Emma Roberts is confirmed. Um, Dennis O'Hare and Leslie Grossman, and then Kim. Uh, no one else has been confirmed for this quite yet. How many seasons are we at with that? This is episode twelve. That will be coming this, out this year. Season twelve. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Are you? Are have you? Have you watched any of this? I watched season one, um, and I, I I liked it. And then I got to season two, and there was demon shit, and I quit. Oh watching yeah, that. you don't play with that. No, I don't. I don't. I I quit. Quit doing that. Now, American Crime Story is good. Oh, American Crime Story is outstanding. Which the other the other Ryan Murphy show that he did. Uh, yeah, American Should Crime Story is great. Should be investigated? I mean, maybe. Yeah, especially if you're talking American Crime Story. If you look at the Gianni Versace season, there's some creepy stuff. I mean, there's Creepier some... than, than Dahmer? I mean, the guy who killed Versace, there was something wrong with him. I mean, obviously, but there was well, like something... Yeah. Not right in the head, like even before he killed Versace. Like the guy, the guy who played him was awesome. But no, I would, I would recommend. Have you seen the Versace season? I have not. I did not watch that one actually. Oh, it's really good. I'm trying to find. They took it off everything. They took American Crime Story off of everything. Well, is there a? But, are they? Is there a new? Is there a new season coming? We had... Yeah, uh, a potential fourth season. Tentatively titled Studio 54. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. My My only complaint is I feel like American Crime Stories are just a bit too long. Like an episode or like maybe like two episodes too long. Yeah, uh, O.J. Simpson was 10 episodes. It aired for three months. Johnny Versace was nine episodes. It aired for two months. Or no, sorry. Both those uh, both those seasons aired for two months. And then Impeachment, Impeachment was 10 I episodes. Even, I didn't even finish. I don't even think I finished the O.J. one. I didn't finish Impeachment either, but I liked it. Oh, yeah. It was I fun. liked yeah, it. I had no problem with it. Yeah, Studio 54. Yes. Now that one, that one would be interesting. 
because a lot of if anybody knows anything about seafood for a lot a lot happened there a lot yeah well, we just we just they did it in kardashian to american crime story <laughs> we did wow they had a season in development based on the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, but they scrapped that in 2019. I don't see what you would... That would just be I don't a know government expose, I feel like. The slow response, yeah. Probably. Like we're going to get with COVID in yeah, 10 years. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait for that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for that. That'll be my miss me 10 years from now. Oh, but of course. American of course. Crime Story COVID. <laughs> uh, my miss me. It's a, it's a theme I beat into the ground. Oh, but of course. On this show. It's become one of the staples. But I'm actually very concerned. Like I'm not just doing this to pick nits. I'm doing it because this is one of the... One of the great studios of all time. And it just feels like they're not even trying anymore. And that is the Lilo and Stitch uh, live action remake. Yo, Bryce, I've been a big critic of Disney remaking these classics. I think it's a slap in the face to animation. It's a slap in the face to everyone involved in the making of the original movies. And it's a slap in the face to originality. You're just, I think it's a slap in the face to Disney fans as well. Cause you're, you're basically saying, okay, we've run out of ideas. We have nothing original left to even think of besides over at Pixar, which we're not even involved in. Pixar is totally separate from Disney animation. And we're just going to shit out movies from the eighties and nineties. And in this case, two thousands, even this movie's barely 20 years old and we're already remaking it live action let me tell i'll tell you right now the animation for stitch is gonna suck it's gonna suck just like the animation for lion king sucked just like the genie and magic carpet sucked. oh come on it was fine no it wasn't no it wasn't no it wasn't, no, it wasn't. Okay. all right and you know i love favreau but he made the lion king that's a knock <laughs> It's a knock. I mean, why are we remaking these bona fide classic staples of the industry, especially the animation industry? I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, Lilo and Stitch. We're we're stretching with that. I mean, I like that movie a lot. I don't think it's a essential Disney animated feature, though. I don't know. No. I, is it overrated? I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I'm not sure it needed to be a franchise like it turned out to be, but right, right, right. That's kind of my thought. I mean, you've already remade Aladdin. I mean, this all started with Cinderella, so you made. Well, I guess if you technically, it all started with Alice in Wonderland. I guess if you want to go back that far. Yeah. Uh, but then you have Cinderella. Then you have Beauty and the Beast. You have The Lion King and Aladdin in the same year. And now you're getting this and Little Mermaid this year. Which Bryce, I know you're not a fan of Little Mermaid remake. I mean, that is what started the Disney renaissance. 
Two hours and 15 minutes. For what? For what? Two hours and 15 minutes. For I mean, oh my God. For what? The original is only an hour uh, and 23 minutes. Yeah. 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 I mean, what's there? What what's there, what's more minutes? to tell? Yeah. What's more to tell? <laughs> I don't get it. Just, I don't know, man. I don't know. But in all honesty, I think it, I just think it's a shame because Disney used to be, you know, we're probably going to get a Hercules live action remake. I mean, where does it end? Where does it end? I don't, I don't know. So I just think it's sad. I just think it's sad. Uh, and Disney, they're just doing this for money. There's no other reason to do it. They're doing it for money, which I get, you know, you're not supposed to knock people for going for the money, but in this case I will. Cause you're just, you're just, <laughs> They're hacks. They're borderline hacks. Oh, no. Oh, here we go with the hacks. No, oh, no, no. They're, they're borderline hacks. I mean, my God. My God. I was telling you today at work, the only original things they do now are the Favreau Filoni Star Wars, like like the yeah. Mandalorian and stuff like that, and Pixar. And that's it. There's nothing else that Disney itself creates that's original. Yeah, I don't count Marvel because Fe- that's all Feige. And I guess you probably shouldn't count uh, Favreau and Filoni because they're doing their own thing. Right. So what has Disney actually done that's been original? Frozen? I think Frozen was the last the last one. Because that wasn't Pixar. That was actually Disney animation. Probably the last one. Zootopia? Zootopia, that's yeah. It. So we're running on fumes here, it feels like. And I don't really know why. But anyway. Hear it out. Enough of that. Enough of that. My blood pressure has risen and lowered accordingly. So uh best scene in this episode. We talked a little bit about Gideon meeting with the Shadow Council. Bryce, if it wasn't for Paz Vizla, this would be my vote. Interesting. Uh, I mean, it, it it was a very it's a very authoritative. Uh, my thing. Okay, I okay, I have a complaint. I have a complaint. Sag. Oh, all right, all right. Why why is the Shadow Council so willing to just bend the knee to Moff Gideon? Jesus. Just oh, you want to be leader? Oh, great. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Screw Thrawn. Thrawn will probably murder all of you. No, he will. For he being will. disloyal. Like, as what? soon as soon because the guy who's representing Thrawn here, his name's Captain Pelion, who's actually also in the Thrawn trilogy books, major character in those books. So I kind of got goosebumps when they said his name and they showed him. Uh because I mean he's he's basically like uh <laughs> I don't even know who to compare him to. I mean, uh, Bib Fortuna, Bryce, who was Jabba's ah. like, yeah, Jabba's right hand. That's that's probably who I would compare Pelion to. Then he's like in that capacity. <laughs> but yes. I'm with you. They were very willing. They didn't. They clearly don't think Thrawn is as big of a threat that if you read the trilogy or seen Rebels, you know that he is 
not to be trifled with. They're going to find out. And yes, you're on the right track. He will kill them. He will kill. There's no, there's no second chance. <laughs> he will kill them. I don't see him and uh, Gideon working together after this either. See, see, you, you said last week that you were hoping for a team up of Gideon and Thrawn. And, you know, now after that, not looking Thrawn's likely. Not, not no, looking Thrawn's likely. not going to be down with that. He's not going to be down with that. As a matter of fact, what, what if they open a I wouldn't be shocked with them killing Gideon? That's what I was just getting to that. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if, if Thrawn just says, fuck this guy and Gideon is killed. Not even by Mando, not even by Bo-Katan, but by Thrawn. I, I could see it. Well, it establishes, it makes sense because it establishes the just the sheer authority and power that Thrawn has. And I think that's what you yeah. start off with yeah. a bang with. You're because, like, oh, you thought, uh, you thought Gideon was bad. Well, here you go. Right. Right. So I think that's really interesting. I think that, I think we're on the right track on that. Yeah, this would have been. I mean, it would have been, and I I thought Gideon was like by himself here, other than maybe Kane. And then no, there's like eight other people who are still left over from the Empire that are trying to rise again um, in the face of basically utter defeat. I mean, the New Republic they got some kinks to work out, but <laughs> I mean, they're not really they don't really seem concerned with the Empire. They think the Empire is gone, so. Then we have Grogu gifted a new IG-11 that he basically gets to ride in by himself, Bryce. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. This is actually comical to me because once you found the yes and the no button, comical. Hilarious. No, 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 no. 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 Yes. Yes. No. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's like cool. I that I didn't see that coming actually. Like I was like, no. oh, they rebuilt the trip. They're like, put him in it. Like, what are you talking about? You know. So, I, hey, man, I thought that was cool. Cool. Dicks. You know what we haven't got this season was a signature Grogu moment. You know, we've we had it in the previous two seasons. We even had it in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, we did. So I feel like it's coming this week. I just feel like it's coming this week. Like for finale, it'll just come at an important all, just time. Unload it. Yep, I'm guessing probably in the rescue to save Mando. Yeah, I don't know where else it would come. I like that. Maybe Grogu kills Gideon. Ooh, that'd be a plot twist. All comes full circle. That. Yeah, I don't hate that. I wouldn't hate that either. Mm. So Grogu gets a new toy. ID-11 reincarnated, if you will. Yes, he uh, Bo-Katan admits to surrendering the Darksaber to Gideon in hopes of him sparing the planet shortly before the Great Purge. Of Mandalore. Listen, as she's telling this story, I understand why she did what she did. But 
And it also explains their hate for Gideon. But you can't you can't trust Imperials. You just can't do it. You can't yeah, fucking do it. You. They've eviscerated how many planets for nothing, for literally nothing. They Alderaan. They, yeah. <laughs> they eviscerated Alderaan off the bat. For what? For what reason? <laughs> just for what? Hey, look at our new weapon. Look. Yeah, yeah, literally. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I get why she did it too, but listen, learn, I guess. You have it back. It worked out. The planet, the Mandalore is still alive and well. I mean, hey, hey, I mean, it is what it is at this point, right? We'll just erase that from Mandalore history. I guess so, but I get it. I get why she did it, and it explains what happened to the dark saber. But at the same time, gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. Uh, then we have the Gideon ambush in the Great Forge. So all of the Mandalorians go in search of the Great Forge now that they know they can walk on their home planet again. And then that's when the ambush happens. We see the new armor that Gideon has. He explains his plan as villains do. And that leads us into the Paz Vizsla send-off slash uh, sacrificing himself. Yeah, this is mine. This is my best scene right here. Because it was just so admiral. And he was just mowing down uh, stormtroopers. Just mowing them down right out of the air, really. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, until you know, we just met a bigger, bigger opponent at the end. Zach, are you yes. buying he's dead? Because it was a very abrupt ending of that scene. I'm buying he's dead. I mean, they they impaled him through the armor, through the armor. Is there so I'm gonna buy it. No, no, I don't. I don't think there's a chance. I don't think there's a chance. In fact, I think I think there's a better chance of uh, the Mandalorians being handed his head in the next episode. <laughs> like here, here you go. Terrible. I mean, we're used to Mandalorians getting their head cut off. This is true. That's Django. This is true. Yeah. Well, well, you can't ask him anymore. He. No, you That's can't. You can't. So, so there's that. So there's that. The last thing that went through his head was a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's not. one at that. Nice purple one. To the dome. No, I did. To the dome, through the spine. I did like, I really did like those Grievous bodyguard things. I don't know what to call those things, but I liked them. I liked them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but him explaining his plan and also setting up shop in Mandalore I thought it was pretty massive, evil massive flex I mean when they showed what he had already built it looked like it was it was literally like an imperial base like it had it been was, there yeah for it was ready to go years. and they had no idea when they were there that it was there unless they had just made it like in you know, a short amount of time. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it looked awesome. I mean, that was pretty heinous stuff from Gideon. Um, which brings me to the big winner of the episode. I got to go with Gideon 
uh, I'm not sure how you can go with anyone else. I mean, I guess you could maybe go with Vizsla. I had him in another category, but Gideon, I thought head and shoulders victorious over the Mandalorians here. Hmm. Interesting. I think I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with the citizens of Navarro or of Navarro because they huh. now have protectors um, and that planet is going to be free as a bird and they're going to make a crap ton of money and not even have to worry about being messed with anymore. So I'm going to go outside the box a little bit there, Zach. A little underlying storyline there. They're going to make a lot of money. That brings me to, I, I just thought of this. Armor. Where were you? I know you he took was, some people to the the medic, but where were you after left. that? She was just left, and but she's about to be under attack. I would have liked to see her. I want to see her in no, battle. No, no, we will. We we're, she's about to be commander of the ship. I, I was I was I was, I was thinking about that. I no, I think we're gonna get some action on the armor. Come on, come on! Don't. I'm not they, discounting that. They, they took the time to show you a shot of her going to the medics. Yeah, which I, I thought, thought that was going to be like a I was ambush. like what is going to happen? Yeah, I thought that was yeah. I think it's just showing that she made it there and like yeah, she's going to like away. pull out. Yeah, I think but I think she's going to pull out in the finale. She's going to have to, I think. I mean, they seem pretty overmatched here. Yeah. And they don't have their big gun anymore. He's gone. He's gone. Be they right. have Grogu. They're going to need Grogu. They're going to need him. There's no question. Yeah, it's fine, man. It, yeah, they, they have the necessary tools to win. They just got to put it together. It's not over yet. But uh, a big loser. It's a tie for me. I had Mando and I also had Bogatan. Bogatan admits what she did, which is admirable. But still lost the episode, you know, had to retreat ultimately. Lost a man, lost two men. Uh, and then Mando getting captured. Listen, he did all he could. He was just overwhelmed. It's not his fault. I understand. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Um, got, they got caught in a trap. Biggest loser. Yeah, I mean, you bring up good points. Um, boy, there's not a lot of... Yeah, I mean, Bogotan's going to get it for another another award here. Brought this up to you. I see you added it in because it makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I guess Mando, because we've never really seen him, like, disabled. We've actually seen him, like, lose twice this season, which is unusual. Lost, you know, on the first visit to Mandalore, and now we see him lose again on Mandalore. Mandalore is just not his his crown, apparently. So tough, no, ironically, tough, yeah, tough break for for Mando. Um, and I'm also gonna say Big Wizard as the character itself, because you can almost kind of see the phasing out of the Mando. 
because he pledges allegiance to Bo-Katan, which rightfully so, but I feel like it's discounted a little bit. Now, it's discounted the character, and it almost makes it feel like they really are going to phase out Mando, which sucks. Maybe not. Maybe not. So maybe Bo-Katan dies. How about that for a plot that twist? Wouldn't be... see that coming. No. No. That is on that is very low on the list of things that I'd see coming. But interesting. I think I think it has to be considered. She's such an such an important character. And the rare character that spans multiple eras. You know, in Star Wars you get the you know, Obi Wan spans multiple eras, Yoda. Um Would you be mad? I wouldn't be mad, but I would be very shocked because she's so clearly supposed to be the leader of of this of these people, and there's really no alternative now. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 that'd be really hard for me to see if if she went down. Mando doesn't seem like the the kind of. I mean, he's a leader in some ways, but I don't think he can lead a. I don't think he can lead. He's better off as a lone as a lone gun. Which, you know, to your point, by pledging allegiance to Bogotan, he's kind of giving up that lone gun status. Right, exactly. Which I don't know if I love yet. Yeah, we still have I mean, I'm guessing this is gonna be a pretty long episode. I'd be surprised if it wasn't at least like fifty five minutes or something like that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's gotta be, right? Gotta be. I think this one was 54. Uh, It was 53. 53, yeah. 53, yes. So I'm looking to see if there is a... Bryce Brooklyn up five in the second quarter. Oh, interesting. I'm not worried. Well, Zach, I mean, if this makes you feel any better, so Rick Famayua, uh, who directed this latest episode, is directing uh, the finale as well. Um, I don't know if George Lucas gets writing props for all the episodes, but he is listed as a writer on this episode. Listen, I've all, that's always been a knock for me to Lucasfilm during the Disney era is to not even involve him in the process. I think, especially on the sequel trilogy, is just idiotic. Idiotic. You have so this. Oh no, he, he so that, does that makes credit. me he, that makes me happy. He actually no, he actually does get credit for all twenty four episodes, and he's gotten credit for the Bad Batch as well for all of them. Well, he should because he actually created the Clone Wars series and then kind of handed it off. Yeah, to so Dave. He, yeah, he has gotten writing credit on all of Andor, all of Bad Batch, all of Mandalorian. All of Tales of the Jedi, Secrets of the Temple, Obi-Wan, Book of Boba Fett, and Visions. He literally got it all. That dude is raking checks. The Ranger. Wait, so he's got upcoming writing things. Ahsoka, obviously. Rogue Squadron. The Taka Star Wars film. The Kevin Feige Star Wars film. Mm. The Rangers of the New Republic. Do you know about this? I don't. Is a Disney Plus series set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, yeah sign me up for The that. Rangers of the New Republic. I'm looking. Hmm. Well, yeah, yes, of course I'm yeah, up for that. Yeah, you can sign me up for that, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, that's always been a a critique of mine is that they would, didn't involve him in the, I mean, you have this gold mine, the gold mine of knowledge about the universe. You're making stuff to take place in and you're just not going to use it. Seems dumb to me, but now it's, it's nice to see him getting more involved, you know, especially he's not getting any younger. So it, it's nice to see him back into the fold a little bit. So that's, that's nice. Uh, who got it the worst? Got to go with Paz Vizla, even though he went out on top. Um, you know, gave himself up so the other could get away. And in my runner-up position here, I have Captain Pelion. Just was on FaceTime for five minutes, got shit on for four of them, and now has to screw off back to his boss. So yeah, those are my two for who got it the worst. Yeah, I think Paz Vizsla takes it there. I mean, he he did took you know probably a brutal death, um, but heroic and rememberable. So props to that one. That's where I'll go with that. Yeah. Blocking the back award <laughs> for the dumbest decision. <laughs> you brought this up today, and I immediately agreed. Bo-Katan not using the dark saber sooner in the trap at the climax of the episode. Take it away, Bryce. Well, we go through this entire storyline of the dark saber, and we finally have the one of the peaks of the season, a meeting of the final boss. And all the clones and his Praetorian guards. And we don't whip out the Darksaber. Instead, we use our <laughs> stupid blasters that we've been using in our entire life. No, in fact, in fact, no, you know what Bo-Katan said? There's a better use for the Darksaber. Let's cut a hole. And mind you, Zach, I want you to think about this. A tiny hole in the doors <laughs> so everyone can get out. We don't use it yeah, to cut open the main be fit through that hole. Probably not. There's no way. <laughs> so we, we carve out a tiny hole and we escape. Bro, what do we use it? What what is this even what is this thing even for? What's the point of even having it? I agree. It's, it's arguably the most famous lightsaber ever created. Terrible. You know, I think it's this. I think it's uh Darth Maul's double bladed lightsaber. I think it's Mace Windu's lightsaber. You're looking at stuff like that. But I mean there's no other black lightsaber, like just one of a kind, literally. And you're not going to use it. You made such a big deal out of it, Bo-Katan. You made such a big deal of not having it. You threw fits. No. You were rivals with Mando because you didn't have it. And now you have the chance to use it against the man who took it from you in the first place. And instead, you do, as Bryce said, cut a hole in the wall. Congrats. Congrats. You did something as the fearless leader. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. 
I know you're the heir. You're the heir apparent to the throne, but not a shining moment for you. Uh, finally, Bryce, the Dylan Hughes slip in the DMs award for cast, crew, or character that you want to ask a question to. Mine is Thrawn. The question is, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on to make your appearance? I'm not, I'm not, don't kill me. I'm not doubting your power. I'm not doubting your, your position of authority here, but I just like to see it is all. That's it. Interesting. I have mine for the writers of Mandalorian. I want to know how Elliot Kane is going to die because it's got to happen, right? They just been kind of dangling this character. She's got to get found out, right? Tossed in jail, so maybe dead. Oh yeah, I want her dead. Yeah, no more, no more rehabilitation program for you. Yes, dead. You had your chance. Dead, like your boss will be dead. I just want to know. <laughs> I want to know when and how. That's all. <laughs> the final question, Bryce. Before we do some plugs here. Did this one live up to the hype it got from last week? You sent me a TikTok of a guy saying he had insider knowledge that this is going to be the best episode of the series. I don't agree with that. I don't think it was the best episode of the series. No. However, I do think it's possibly the best episode of the season. So it didn't quite live up to the hype, but I was very happy with it. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm happy with it. I think it lived up to a, a great bounce back. I mean, when you come off something that low, um, yeah, anything that you see that's better is going to feel ten times better. And I think that's what happened here. I think it's a good, solid episode. It definitely kept my attention more than the others. Yeah, you kind of get with with TV shows on a normal TV show, right? And uh, where you kind of get lulls throughout the season. Like, there's only a few shows where you don't really get lulls. I feel like Succession, you don't really hit lulls. Um, so far, The Bear, Zach, I didn't feel like I ever hit a lull. I just felt like I was going to oh, no. go. Um, but I feel like that even The Sopranos, you kind of hit some lulls in it a little bit. You know? And, and I think that's the way TV shows were made then, because you kind of had some misdirected episodes that kind of broke up the storyline. Um you know, I don't know if that's the right way to go about it or not. I'm not a TV writer, so I'm not even going to speculate on that. But, yeah, I think this is a solid episode. I have no problem. I mean, to get a nine, to get a nine on IMDb is pretty tough to do. So, I mean, your TV show's got to be yeah. quality and have a history of being quality to get that. So, no, great bounce back. People are going to look at this though, and be like, what the heck, 6.2 to nine, how'd that happen? And then you watch it and right. realize it. Yeah. Yeah, this... Great. That's a good point about lull episodes because, you know, Pine Barrens in Sopranos is that. Yeah. Even though yeah. that's now a lot of people's favorite episode. Uh, right. It had nothing to do with the plot and it had no bearing on the plot going forward. <laughs> same thing with... Uh, it's weird. Same thing with the Fly episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> it had no bearing. No bearing on anything before or after it. So... No. You get, I think it's just like a comedic relief, the comic relief, like especially in hardcore shows like those ones we just mentioned. 
Breaking Bad Sopranos where shit's going down all the time. People are dying all the time. You need something like that. Maybe that's what they were trying to do with last week. Still wasn't, I mean, it's not a fly episode or a Pine Barrens, but in terms of quality, but yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's what they were trying to do with that one, but good episode, nine out of 10. I don't disagree with the rating. Solid, solid bounce back. I, I, I assume we're going to get something similar this week. Um, and probably a longer episode in terms of length. So Bryce plugs Linsanity and power hour all about the playoffs. Yeah, man. And you, and you're joining us. You're joining us on Linsanity for the duration of the playoffs, man. Why do you always get to come in at the good parts? Huh? Oh, what, what's up with that? What is with that? You always get to come in on the good parts, but uh, I have a yeah. good agent. I have a good agent. Apparently, apparently. Well, we're taking the East on Linsanity. We will touch on the West a little bit, but Power Hour is going to go more in depth on the West with a touch of the East. We're going to compliment each other and we're going to do it right. So yeah, definitely give us, give us a look uh, as we move through the NBA playoffs. Bryce, your Warriors. My Warriors. They. Did, I'm not here to rub it in, okay? They did, they did take an L. But... That was one of the best playoff games that I've ever seen. It's a lot of fireworks, man. A lot of fireworks. And I love good basketball. I don't like dirty basketball or nonsense basketball. I just like good basketball. And that was a good basketball game. Yeah, it was clean. Uh, I didn't feel like the refs got too involved. Just two offensive juggernauts just trading punches. I loved it. A lot of fun. When one of the great playoff debuts we've ever seen. Yeah. Darren Fox. Darren Fox is a stud, man. Led me to a fantasy championship this year. Respect. Shout out. Swipe it to Fox. Uh, for getting me a title. But yeah, man, I know. I mean, come on. I feel like we've known. And that's the thing. That's what's so frustrating is nobody watched the Kings. Nobody knows about who is on the Kings. We know DeMontis Sabonis, Zach. We know what he can do. What yeah. he did this season was not a surprise. No, like, yeah, it wasn't. that's that's what he did in Indiana. No surprise there. I mean, Fox, we've seen it. We've seen it from him in previous years. He's just finally getting bigger stage to do it. Legit, man. They look good, but I'm sick of my Warriors. It's fair. I'm not going to fault you for sticking with them. I was just impressed that. The Kings were able to withstand not only Sabonis having a shit game, but also they were able to withstand every punch Curry threw at him. I was convinced that last Curry shot was going to go in. I was convinced. Yeah, I mean, I like, anytime oh, he yeah, shoots it, you just, you just um, automatically assume. I mean, it's a fair. And he had a, a pretty feeling. good look at it. He had a yeah. pretty good look at it. Pretty open look, but Malik Monk as well. One of the best playoff debuts we've seen. Yeah, might be fluky. But still a great debut nonetheless. So Malik Monk, he was a bad motherfucker in that game. He He went at everyone who was guarding him. He didn't care. So best game of the playoffs so far, I think. And uh, we got game two tonight, Bryce. So yes, looking forward to Linsanity. Power hour on the playoffs as well. As Bryce said, talking about the West, Western Conference. So Bryce, thanks for joining me. We'll be back next week. Our last finale. Monday. 
Blast Mandalorian Monday. And as always, folks, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>